Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of All About Gaming. Back again in the new chair, you might have saw the video, check that out because it's quite good. Also there's a video for the unboxing of the Xbox headset controller, so check that out in the channel too. Now before we start, I just want to say one thing, if you've been listening on Podbean or whatever, you may have noticed that some of the older episodes have went missing. The reason for that is because I'm not paying for the hosting of the podcast yet, so you only get so much room. So what I've done is I've deleted all the episodes as I create new ones. Don't worry though, if you want to see all the episodes or listen to all the episodes, then you can go on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash johansonmota, and all the episodes are archived on there. So they haven't disappeared forever. It's just that given that this podcast is mostly gaming news, it didn't really seem to make sense to keep the older episodes when I was doing newer ones. So I just thought I may as well add the newer ones in. So there we go. Okay, speaking of gaming news, that's what we're going to do first. Later on, we're going to discuss Xbox Game Pass because I've been having a bit of debate about this on a uh, Twitter. And yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, so let's go on with it. Right, first bit, first bit of news first. Jade Raymond has introduced a new studio called Haven. It's a Montreal, Montreal-based game studio and it's currently developing a new IP for PlayStation. So that's exciting. We've no idea how long this studio has been set up for, so it could be a while before we actually see the fruits of the labour of Jade Raymond. It's been a while, I think, since she played the game. I think she's having a few issues with previous studios where she's making games and then ends up leaving. So hopefully this time she'll actually have some luck. Right, speaking of Game Pass, which we're going to talk about in a bit, Maybe we'll just skip this bit of news and we'll come back to that. One year after its launch on Nintendo Switch, Animal Crossing New Horizons has become the fastest selling Nintendo game ever launched in Europe. So that doesn't surprise me because it's an absolutely superb game. It's probably my favourite game on the Switch, I have to say. PlayStation 5 was the second best selling hardware in the US during February. Uh, It's currently the fastest selling console in history in the US. People are saying, oh, that's because of scalpers. But then if those scalpers weren't buying the console, the PlayStation 5, PlayStation fans in general would be. So it's probably the fastest selling console for the good reason that it's the one that everyone wants. Uh, Bethesda Games could be exclusive to Game Pass going forward. I think I've done a video about this, but basically Phil Spencer said that there's a good chance Bethesda Games will be going exclusive to wherever Game Pass exists. That doesn't necessarily mean Xbox, it could mean mobile, it could mean PC, it could mean on a dongle that you plug in your TV, but wherever Game Pass exists, you're going to see Bethesda games. Are are games like Elder Scrolls, Starfield, Fallout going to come to PlayStation future? That to me is still up to debate because he did say legacy titles will still be on other consoles. That leaves that leaves it open for debate, in my opinion. Is Elder Scrolls a legacy title as Fallout? It kind of doom. And also things like, don't know, Dishonored even, anything like that. You could think kind of class as a legacy title, but does he mean the previous versions? Or does he mean new versions of those? Who knows? It's a bit open for debate. So we do not know in that case. I mean... I think new exclusives, possibly things like Starfield and other things that they might make in the future that aren't Elder Scrolls or Fallout, etc. 
probably won't ever be on a PlayStation. But things like Elder Scrolls, Fallout, I'm still not sure. I do think that's open for debate. I'm not 100% sure. It could be that we won't see them on PlayStation. But if that's the way it is, that's the way it is. You'll just need to get Game Pass if you're a fan. We'll wait and see though. Okay. Another report has claimed that Xbox might be planning a games showcase for late in March. Now, this hasn't been confirmed. There's been lots of rumours about it. But so far, there's nothing to talk about. It's just a rumour. So we'll see what happens there. If they do, then I imagine they'll be talking about some games or other. And finally, uh, before we get Game Pass, that is, uh, it's this week's charts. Spider-Man Miles Morales is number one. Well done to that. Uh, Super Mario 3D World is number two. Animal Crossing number three. Mario Kart number four. And Minecraft number five. And of course, Call of Duty number six. Grand Theft Auto is still there. Still there at number seven. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mahala number eight. Super Mario 3D All-Stars number nine. And Ring Fit Adventure number ten. Yes, so of course the Switch is completely dominating as we'd expect. Right, okay, so there was the bit of Game Pass news that I'm just going to mention now. Uh, coming soon to Game Pass it's Outriders which is a brand new game that's coming April I believe Undertale, Yakuza 6 Narita Boy, Empire Sun, Star Wars Squadrons Octopath Traveler, Genesis Noir Near Automata Torchlight 3 that looks like Dead Fire something Superland. that's the game's coming, not bad not bad at all is it some pretty impressive games coming to Game Pass and this is today's topic Game Pass, yes we're going to talk about that again because it's worth doing now, there's a few things uh, that brought Game Pass up. One, let's start with negatives, right? Yeah, all these games that are coming are absolutely brilliant, aren't they? There's all these Bethesda titles, there's Outriders, which to me was probably going to tank anyway, so it's probably the reason why they're putting in Game Pass, but that's just my personal opinion. And of course, uh, there's all sort of indie titles, but there's nothing, I mean, if you're still after a proper AAA title, you're still going to be having a long wait because there's nothing on the horizon at all that's going to be added to Game Pass, in my opinion, unless you count Outriders, which I don't. So that's the kind of negative side of it. Yes, they're coming, but when are they coming? Not for years. <laughs> so Game Pass, great value if you want to play back catalogues and things like Prey, which is a what four-year-old game. If you want to play all these old games that everyone's already played, let's face it, Look at Doom, for instance, you can get that for about seven quid, but six months after release. That's the problem with Bethesda titles, unless it's Fallout or Elder Scrolls. They're generally only cost about six quid about a few months after release anyway, because I don't know if they don't sell, I don't know what it is, but things like Doom and Wolfenstein always drop in price drastically eh, soon after launch. So I don't know why that is, I can't say. I can't say if it's because they don't sell well or if it's just what they do for some reason. I don't know. But anyway, it's kind of positive. It's kind of negative. There's no new games coming anytime soon. Nothing major that sticks out. But if you want to play some of these fantastical games, then of course Game Pass is wonderful. And so it's positive time because there's definitely more positives than negatives. Now, uh, the brilliant thing about Game Pass, of course, is you can play it on PC, you can play it on Xbox, you can play it anywhere, really, that it exists, and you can play all these games. What's not to love about that? So I've been talking to people about it. Most people are sort of uh, positive on it. Now, uh, what I did was I, I just mentioned a comment saying that I do think Sony will need to watch its back as far as Game Pass is concerned, because... 
Obviously, games like Ratchet & Clank and Returnal are £70. Now, I mean, Ratchet & Clank looks amazing. It looks so good. It is the first true next-gen game, I would say. But it's £70. I mean, Returnal, I love housemark games, but it's £70. Do you know what I mean? That is a lot of money. So it made me think, Sony, look over your shoulder. Look what Xbox is doing. You pay, what, £10-£15 a month? For an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. I think it's 15 for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. I could be wrong. But anyway, they're adding new games. They're Maybe they're adding new games at the moment. But eventually they're going to be adding day-in-day releases from their own studios. And now Microsoft have... What well, Microsoft have more studios than PlayStation now, don't they? So think of all these games that are going to be coming in the future. And although they're not technically for free because you're still paying monthly, they're still... They're still reasonable. If, say, one comes out a month and you're paying £15 a month, then you're only paying £15 for a game. And given it's a first-party game, it's going to stay there forever. It's not going to be removed. So, I mean, and in the meantime, you can go on there and you can play a ton of games. Sure, you can do that on PlayStation now for a lot cheaper. And I'm not sure I can say that... Is it comparable, PlayStation Now versus Game Pass right now? If you were to take away the new games that aren't being released yet anyway. Would it be comparable? Mm, Game Pass is probably better in the mindset. I mean, to me, I don't really know, but in the mindset, I would say people probably think Game Pass is better, but PlayStation now is a lot cheaper. Uh, so I think what Sony needs to do is just take another look at it, and I think they will be, and think to themselves, right, we're releasing Ratchet & Clank. It's £70. It's a true next-gen game. Are lots of people going to pay £7 for a game? I mean, 40 If I saw Ratchet and Quank 40 I'd definitely be more tempted than I am at 70 I mean, I want to play it, but even I looked at it and I thought to myself, 70 quid. Now, imagine Sony had, like, PlayStation now getting day one games or even giving PlayStation Plus members a discount, which I saw someone else mention, a 50% discount if you're a PlayStation Plus member or maybe even a PlayStation Now member, whatever, uh, if they suddenly give you a discount, then it's more tempting in it. You go, oh, wow, I get, I only have to pay 35 £40 pounds instead of 70 You'd probably be a bit more tempted, but it's £70. Returnal, do I want to pay £70? I don't know why I pay £70. I want to pay it, but it's so much money. And it's the same with Ratchet and Quank. £70 is just so expensive. So I don't know. I'm in a bit of a bind as far as that's concerned. But I did do like a little poll. I'm just trying to find it, sorry. But I, I did a little poll on Square Enix. So just asking people about their mindset as far as Xbox and PlayStation are concerned and things like that. And I think 70% of the people who'd voted in the poll, I said, are you positive, negative, or neutral about PlayStation? And 70% said they were positive. So there's still good mindset for PlayStation. There was a lot of positivity for Xbox as well. I believe it was about 40, 50%. I can't find the poll at the moment. And, and funnily enough, Nintendo had the biggest sort of negativity out of the three, which really surprised me, out of the three votes. So, yeah, that's really strange. But, eh, uh, speaking of Nintendo, what are they going to do? I mean, because obviously they, they still charge full price for games. Are they going to be looking over their shoulder at Xbox? I think, I do think PlayStation need to come up with an alternative for 
Xbox Game Pass because it's only going to get bigger if Microsoft keeps acquiring studios, if Microsoft keeps doing deals and adding games day one like Outriders or whatever, then Sony's going to have to do something. Now, to be fair to Sony, PlayStation Plus is kind of all right, isn't it? I mean, recently we've been getting an absolute ton of games. I've got hundreds of games from PlayStation Plus and there's some pretty good games on there. I mean, sure, I'm not a fan of Outlanders but or Destruction all-stars for that matter but then i'm not a fan of outriders either so but these games are getting added they are adding quite good day one games on playstation plus that you can't really knock there is good titles on there and if you look at epic game store on pc you get games for free you don't even need to pay a subscription i've got i've got absolutely hundreds i mean if we just bring it up now i've got absolutely hundreds of games i think i've got just under a hundred games on epic game store and i've not had to pay a penny all i've had to do is sign in go to the store and quick claim free game and i've got some pretty good stuff on there so i mean and i don't like i say i don't need to pay a subscription what's the game that's free on here now let me just find it there's always a free game surviving mars that's the free game that you get from epic game store at the moment so i mean you can't really knock it, can you? There is plenty of places to get free games. I mean, if you think eh, GOG and I'm not sure if Steam do free games, maybe they do. Obviously, Games with Gold gives you free games. I mean, you get free games everywhere. So if you're looking for something to play and you think, no, I really need something to play, you've probably got them in your library already from PlayStation Plus, Epic Game Store, Games with Gold. Sure, Game Pass is absolutely fantastic if you need something to play and you just want a big choice, but if how many games can you play at once? Do you know what I mean? There's absolutely hundreds in Game Pass and I've not touched one of them. I, I don't even subscribe to PlayStation now because I think sometimes you can just get too much choice. I've still got a back catalogue from November, do you know what I mean? So it's all swings and roundabouts, these things, and I, I don't know. I'd love to know, though, what you think of 